What's up, everybody? Welcome to the newest episode of the Sideliners podcast. My name is Brad Siegel. I am your host today, and I am with my good friend and co-host, Mr. Benjamin Saliz. How are we doing today? What up, what up? Coming from y'all from this great Labor Day. It's good to be back. Good to be in school, actually. That's yes. Good. Very good, very good. Always enjoyable. Yeah, and this today. This week- Today this week is a uh, oh my god we're talking over each other this is embarrassing. Yeah. Um, yes. Before we this week for me is a two day week which is very exciting. Uh yes um, happy happy Rosh Hashanah. Thank you Shana Tova Happy New Year <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> yes. Well I think it's wait I like this is kind of bad but I like don't even know what year it is. Uh what wait, me, I want to say it's like fifty seven eighty something. <laughs> uh. Oh wait, I think fifty-seven. Oh wait, fifty-seven, eighty-two. Uh, maybe. I mean, I have no idea, but <laughs> seems like that, something like that. So, uh, <laughs> you know, happy New Year, everybody! Uh, excited to celebrate. Not excited to get a lot of makeup work, and then. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Know. Anyway, um, yeah. So very excited. I'm not sure if we have mentioned it really a single time like, in the past couple weeks, but it was really nice to have football back. Like, it was really fun. Really excited to have some football. Yeah, not, not like we didn't mention it, like, 500 times. You know? No, I don't I don't think so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, my God, it was amazing. Oh, the Texas game was so fun. Like, you know it it's so fun. fun. When it's when it's 100 degrees outside and you're in the sun and you're still having fun. Well, I mean, we were in the shade for, like, most of the game. I would most say. of the game, but the beginning was – Oh, dude, yeah. blazing, blazing hot. And we also looked good, which, I mean, that is, like, I don't care how it is, as long as we win, like, you know. Yeah, but we'll, we'll get into that. We can, yeah, we will. Let, we will. Let's, let's start from the beginning and recap some of these games real quick. No, for sure. I'm going to, I'm going to relish in, in how well I did. I went eight and two, and I believe you went six and four. Am I right? Six and four? Yes. Six and four. Yes. Okay. And that, we're not counting the um, Ole Miss Louisville game tonight because, because <laughs> and we didn't yeah, like I mean, that was kind of stupid um so the very first game uh ohio state minnesota that feels like a lifetime ago honestly um I mean, minnesota was there for like a hot sec and then yeah you know. no they looked good and you ohio state really i don't think was very sharp cj stroud i think was not very sharp and minnesota's defense is really bad honestly so i, I, I don't thought, think there's any i excuses. thought cj stroud did a fine job I mean, yeah, there probably, not could have been, there probably could have been some better stuff there, but, you know, he was able to get the job done, albeit against a very lesser opponent in Minnesota. Right, and he's arguably got the two yeah. best receivers in college football, and they were wide open, and they were making people miss. And I feel like Stroud still didn't look that good. Mm. So, I don't know. Could just be me being a hater, but we'll hater. see. Hater. I could be a hater. Um, but, yeah, Ohio State. Makes a little comeback. They win the game. Um, moving on to the next game, uh, UCF-Boise, which really was supposed to be the first one, but um, it got super delayed. And <laughs> I don't know what time it ended up starting, maybe like 8.30 or 9 local time in uh, in Florida. And it ended at like 2 Eastern. Maybe it's – yeah. Whew. So, long game. But UCF is down 24-7. to 7, Make a little comeback. They get the win. Nice, nice, nice. Very, very exciting stuff. I – Stayed up and had had to cover that one on the gram. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I unfortunately had to miss that one, but 
you know. Dedication, dedication. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, let's, yeah. Or can we, what were we going to say? I mean, it's not like I wasn't going to go to bed anyway. Like I did. <laughs> I was still up. It was pretty bad. I need to start going to bed earlier, man. Yeah. I got, got to get that sleep schedule right. Yeah. Sleep, that's bad. very important. Very important. Sideliners help tip. Get your sleep in. Get your eight hours. Sideliners help tip. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Let's get into our upset of the week. I guess you could say. Uh, I would say this isn't necessarily the biggest upset of the week. Um, yeah. But um, I'm pretty sure there's someone on the show that like maybe predicted that uh, Virginia Tech was going to beat North Carolina. One, one of us did. I can't remember. I mean, one of us definitely was like, this seems like it could happen. And like, hmm, Blacksburg might be really rocking. And like, you know, Sam Howell might be like uncomfortable. I thought Sam Howell played fine. His receivers are pretty garbage, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would be intimidated as hell if I, yeah. if I was on the field and just enter Sandman of, like, like 80,000, 90,000 people were just jumping in the stadium. You know that that shit was loud. Yeah, dude. they were hyped. They were so hyped. I actually were... have a friend there, and she left early. <laughs> I know. Yeesh. So, I don't know. <laughs> Emma, if you're listening to this, shouldn't have left early. But <laughs> um, anyway, I mean, and she was like, tech... oh, real quick, she was, she was like, oh, it's fine. Like, I'll go back to more games. And I was like, well, you know, not a single game you play this year is going to be better than that one. So that kind of sucks. <laughs> that might be the highlight. Might um, definitely tech, the highlight. Virginia Tech. Um, I mean, it was just a very hard game to read. I would say, like, there was a couple hard games to read this week but i mean yeah unc just didn't look sharp i don't know if yeah, that it looked was a little flat good. yeah there's a catch but we gotta move so the game that really honestly was the biggest surprise for me this week um penn state wisconsin the yes. <laughs> i watched the end of it at the texas game like at the beginning like people were out there getting like a big tv we were watching the game and like wisconsin it felt like Absolutely was the better team, but just could not convert anything. Mm-hmm. Penn State's I mean, kicker breathes a sigh of relief after missing the uh, extra point to put them up seven. Instead, they're only up six, and Penn State makes a last-minute stop, and they win. I mean, Big Ten uh, offense is full on display there. Yeah, I mean, they I think, are so... I like, so, I think the, the graphic that I read was it was the first scoreless half in the Big Ten since 2014. So, you know, very long time. I think Penn State had 46 total yards of offense in the first half. Um, and you Watching know, the Big Ten is wildly boring right Yes. Now. And, you know, we like to rip on Penn State a lot because we weren't sold on them last year and we didn't – or they were awful last year and we're not sold on them this year. But I'm still not sold. They looked awful. Both teams looked really yeah, bad. Yeah, no. That's all the team. Graham yeah. Mertz looks like he still has COVID out there. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. He didn't look good at all, honestly. I mean, I was like, "Geez, yeah. this is this is the yeah. guy." Yeah, not a whole lot to say about that game, honestly. Except for, I will probably be watching less Big Ten football. <laughs> um, another game that we probably won't have much to say about is Bama versus Miami. I mean, yeah. Bryce Young. We know, we know, we know he's we know he's good. They walked Miami. I mean, they didn't miss a beat at all. I mean, they just embarrassed the top fifteen team in the. The most embarrassing part is that everyone knew it was going to happen. Which is incredibly tough if you're Miami, but... Right. 
I mean, can we talk about the turnover chain? Oh my gosh. Oh, was... go ahead. Go ahead, please. Okay, so they forced a turnover down twenty-eight to zero, and they brought out the turnover chain. As and, you do, as you do. And it got called back, so they had to, so they had to pack it up again. And did they, did they bring it out um, again? I don't think they did, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, just you know, mishap on the sideline, tradition gone, very broken in this game. Miami just getting embarrassed, and it's not a good week to be a Florida, Florida. Well, I mean, unless you're UCF, but you know, Miami. Yeah, Florida won too. Go yeah, Gators. Go Gators. <laughs> um, next game, um, Iowa, Indiana. We missed really hard on this one. Yes. I'm not gonna say I was having second thoughts. Definitely wasn't most my most confident pick, though. I think it was more wishful thinking. But man, Iowa embarrassed Indiana. Wasn't even close. I think they won thirty-four to six or something. So yeah, I mean, I wasn't necessarily wishful thinking. I think I thought Indiana was gonna really come out here, and Michael Penix was gonna be good, and they just they got walloped by Iowa too. And it's just it's I don't know. I I didn't get to see this game, but you know, right, we were a little busy. Yeah, but judging from the score, I mean, some games you have to obviously watch to know how good teams were and how good to teams analyze. were. Yeah, but when a score is like that, you just know that the better team just clearly outclassed a right. much worse team. So, all right, um, here's the big one. The big, the big one. one. We Let's not spend too much time because we can talk about Texas all day, but all around, very solid, consistent effort from your Longhorns, winning 38-18. to 18. Hudson Card looked very serviceable, very solid. Went through his progressions. Yes. Bijan is a beast, definitely. Like <laughs> one of our friends was chaining was chaining Heisman pretty much every time Bijan touched the ball, and I had to remind him. I was like, "Hey, running backs don't win the Heisman." So I started chaining Doak Walker, Doak Walker. So you know, maybe he'll win the Doak Walker. Um, oh god! <laughs> but he looked good. good. Had a scary injury and got got right back up because he's a beast. And I don't think I've ever heard. Innovation that loud for somebody getting up from an injury. Yes, is very. Everybody was very, just hyped that he was okay. <laughs> um, we watched we watched the season flash before our eyes. It was cool because you know playing football, I'm I'm just able to call out the formations that Louisiana was running and what the defense would do, what the offense would do, and like the people that were sitting in front of us, they were like, "Who the hell are these kids? And how do they know what they're gonna do all the time?" Yeah, so shout out to those guys. It was very funny. Yeah, um, you know, defense pretty solid. Kind of, kind of upset about that punt return that got called back. That oh. was so hype. That was Blood. so cool. Um, but you know, <laughs> you know. Anyway, we looked car- solid. We looked like yeah. the better team. Uh, you know, setting our setting our sights on Arkansas next weekend. They didn't look so good. So feeling pretty good. And yeah. All right. Now, can we talk about the disappointment of the week? I'm not calling this a disappointment. I think I think this went exactly as planned. Maybe like a little bit more to that extent, though. It just felt yeah. it just felt really boring. In all it was boring. definitely boring. Yeah, Georgia Clemson game. Uh, not a single offensive touchdown was scored. Um, <laughs> it was scoreless until late in the late in the second quarter. Uh, DJ Uyagalale throws a pick six, and uh, Georgia goes up seven nothing at halftime. And you know, I mean, we had said, I, I vividly remember saying. We're picking Georgia. Georgia's healthy defense is scary. And boy, did they prove me right. Like, oh, my God. I think DJ went down seven times. 
is yeah, he I was mean, getting her, he was getting harassed. Yeah, you know, save that man. But I mean, and Clemson just looked flat. Obviously, yeah. against a really good Georgia defense, but I mean, for a program like Clemson, they looked really, really flat. Right, um, and that honestly was a pick I was having second thoughts about because, like, I was after the episode, I was kind of thinking, and I was like, you know. It seems like Georgia never really wins these big games against the Alabamas, the Clemsons, and Clemson always just manages to get the job done in the regular season. But there you go. I mean, shows you what a healthy Georgia defense can do. The tides Maybe this is the year. Yes, 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 yes. I don't know. Moving on to um, a game I was very excited about. UCLA, (laughs) LSU. Got this one right, too. DTR is a beast. Zach Charbonnet is a beast. Go Bruins. Coach O calling him. The sissy blue wearing whatever beat them. Yes, I I saw that, Coach O. Ugh. So, uh, definitely uh, saw this one coming. Not to toot my own horn or anything, but definitely went as planned. Yeah, this one was on me. I took a fat owl here. <laughs> well, I kind of made you. I kind of made you pick them. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I I had them. I was confident, but I mean, UCLA definitely a team on the up cup, up cup. No, I up, uh, I uprising. Saw... Jesus. I saw a meme that was like the Pac-12 sold its soul. Like they sacrificed both of their Washington teams so UCLA could be good. <laughs> I don't know. We'll talk about Washington in a second, but yeah. Uh, last night, Notre Dame, Florida State, Notre Dame. It's back and forth in the first half, and then the second, the third quarter. You know, Notre Dame starts to run away with it. They go up thirty-eight to twenty going into the fourth quarter, and then Florida State brings in Mackenzie Milton and. For those that don't know, <laughs> Mackenzie Milton uh, was the UCF quarterback in 2017-2018. Totally killed it. That was kind of the peak of UCF. And then had a really bad knee injury, tore his ACL, like bad at the yeah. end of the 2018 season. Uh, was told he would never play football again and would be lucky to walk again. And started walking, uh, started playing again. And then they brought him in last night. This was his first, first snap in over 1,000 days. And Jeez. he was methodical. He looked great. He led the comeback, had a couple touchdowns, set up the game-tying field goal to send the game to overtime. And then uh, in overtime, kind of unfortunate ending, Florida State gets the ball first, and they go backwards and have to kick a 50-yard field goal. And the kicker drills it, but then they go back and review the last play and say it was an incomplete pass instead of a fumble. So they move the kick up, and it's like 40 yards now. And then the kicker misses it. Damn, that is. And so then Notre Dame goes three and out and they kick a field goal, but they make it. And so they win. So, like, kind of lame, but we got the pick right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think our game spotlight should go to the number two OU versus Tulane. Can we talk about this game? I mean, geez. yeah. Should I give another play by play? Yeah. I mean, oh, Lord. Uh, so that game it, it felt- crazy. It felt similar to the Notre Dame-Florida State game, except OU is way better on paper than either of those teams, and Tulane is way worse. Yes. So OU goes up, I want to say, 42, like 20? Or 20 yeah. yeah, I think I think it was 40 to – yeah, like 40 Something to like that. Yeah. And um, maybe it was less than that, actually. I don't know. And Tulane scores – two or three, like, quick touchdowns mm-hmm. to make it 40-35. to 35, And they scored that last touchdown with about two minutes left. And they recover their onside kick. And everybody's like, oh, my God, this is actually going to happen. 
<laughs> and keep in mind, there is a hurricane in Louisiana right now. This game was moved to Oklahoma. Tulane has not been able to practice. It's in Oklahoma now. Like, and they go out, like they recover this onside kick, and they all they got to do is go 50 yards and they win. Like, and then they just come one oh, yard. So short. they go backwards on the first on the first three plays. They go backwards, and it's fourth and thirteen. The quarterback scrambles, breaks a tackle, dives, and probably gains like twelve yards. He's a yard, half a yard short of the first down, and they lose. So kind of disappointing. Very disappointing, but I mean that I mean, oh, your defense, big what defense. Effort. Yeah. So I um, I was told I was told that standing in line to get in the gate at the ET game, the we everybody was saying this year that like OU was finally going to turn the corner because their defense had really made like big strides, <laughs> but obviously they gave up thirty five points. But then some guy in line next to me was like, the defense actually didn't look as bad as like it seems. Like apparently Rattler kept turning the ball over and like putting them in he bad situations. Really, he had a really awful pick that that second pass that he threw. Oh my yeah. god, that was really awful. So um, we'll see. He's already getting called overrated, but I would not be the <laughs> least bit surprised if they go and put up like seventy points next week. I don't even know who they're playing. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. No, but hey, great, great, great weekend for college football. I mean, seriously. I got a couple more more games to run through really quick, really quick. Um, Montana beat Washington, which is insane. Washington is a ranked team, and Montana is not even FBS. (laughs) And I think I saw that FCS teams are, like, a combined, like, five and, like, 138 against ranked teams, and uh, that just happened. So that's not so good if you're a Washington fan. And then UTSA goes on the road to Illinois and beats them. And keep in mind, this is the same Illinois team that just beat Nebraska. And so, basically, UTSA could be in the Big Ten. Go Roadrunners. Go Roadrunners. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. College football is amazing. It makes it, then, life so much then, better. And then, can we talk about Kansas, too? Oh, my oh yeah. So, Kansas beat South Dakota, and then they stormed the field. I mean, like, the- they barely beat South Dakota. <laughs> They haven't won a game in what, like six hundred days? It's That's been a long right. time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kansas basketball school. Basketball school. And it's like that's all I really gotta say. But hey, shout right. out to Kansas. College football's amazing. We love college football. I'm not sure we're gonna be able to go this in depth going forward because we're gonna have NFL games to cover, which is wild, honestly. Yeah. Just think about we're how much stuff we're gonna have to get through. Mm-hmm. But but you know. Feeling good with my eight and two record right now. Hey, six and four, not terrible. But not terrible. Know, but you also know what isn't terrible. It's actually very, very good. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> hey man, you got you got to do it. Honestly, no, that I mean, was really good. Yeah, but with that being said, though, Please. here's a break from our sponsors, a red anchor. And we're back, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. From our sponsors over at Anchor, we love Anchor. We love Anchor. We do love Anchor. Yeah, very, very, um, very lovely people. Gonna move, gonna move because we're moving. Um, Rangers update. This, this honestly might be the, the most boring Rangers update to date. Uh, I, I couldn't tell you uh, anything exciting that has happened in the last three days. We, um, we lost the Angels and then we lost again and then we beat them and that you know 
That's it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sometimes, on. Sometimes, sometimes sports is just, you know, it's just that. You well, know? baseball, definitely, because the season is so long. But yeah, maybe, but... I mean, quick standings update, but we'll just talk about the very bottom because that's kind of what we do <laughs> on the Rangers updates. Uh, so we are the third worst team. Oh, wait, I lied. We're officially the fourth worst team, everybody. I know. <laughs> um, the Orioles are the worst, and the Diamondbacks, and then the Pirates, and then we're we're a half a game back on being the third worst. So let's go, go progress, on. baby, progress. We are only twenty nine and a half games out of the first wild card spot in the division. We're only thirty one back, looking very attainable to me. <laughs> um, let's see. Any, any updates for me? At least for, as a Cowboys fan, Zach Martin has contracted COVID. And he's out for Thursday's game, which oh, yeah. just makes me just makes me very dead inside. In all honesty, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm severely sad. So you know. Oh, we forgot to talk about uh, Mo Ibrahim, the uh, Minnesota oh, yes. running back, is, is out for the season. So super sad. So they're really going to be bad now. But anyway, thoughts um, and prayers, of course. We have some exciting news, kind of. We are yeah. launching a new segment. I don't know how well this is going to go, but it's it's a fun idea. It's it's a conversation starter for sure. Uh, the new segment is going to be called Fight Night. Um, it's sort of self-explanatory. <laughs> We're basically going to pick two sports figures that we think would be, you know, an interesting um, fight matchup and then just debate about who we think would win and kind of what we think would go down. And so the uh, the preliminary... Uh, in, in the left corner. <laughs> starting beating out Cam Newton in the quarterback battle of the NFL preseason, we have Mac Jones. Everybody give Mac Jones. a round of applause. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> Mac Jones is listed and... at 6'3", 217 pounds. And let's hear the, our, our other contestant for today's episode. In the right corner, he has been shafted by the NBA because of his stature, even though he will give your favorite team 40 points. He is Isaiah Thomas. Woo! He is listed yeah. at 5'9", 185. Um, ben, that was awesome. I think you're going to have to do that every time. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. That was really good. So, Mac Jones and Isaiah Thomas, uh, sort of, you know, an interesting matchup. Obviously, you've got IT who's got, you know, probably a little more stamina. Maybe he's more agile, quicker, more elusive. But then you've got Mac who's got, you know, 32 pounds on him and is bigger, taller. You know, he's got the arm strength. He's got the reach. Yeah, he probably does a mean right hook with that arm strength. So, you know, I have to watch out for that. But, of course, um, you might you might be wary of Mac Jones's athleticism. Obviously, there's that picture that circulates social media of him shirtless in college smoking that cigar, and he just looks like he has a beer belly. So definitely something hey. to be concerned about if you're in the Mac Jones group. Hey, if – hey. All bodies look different, but Mac Jones in that photo, that is peak athletic performance right there. I mean, that no, is you're peak. Right. My bad. Peak. And, but, you know, I, Isaiah Thomas, for being a short guy, he's pretty built, I would say. Like, he is – he's definitely no slouch, you know? No, as far as as far as far short guys go, I mean, he's definitely up there. I mean, you've got, like, the Nate Robinsons of the world who actually does fight – I guess. Or did he just fight that one time? I don't know. He fought that one time, but then he got whooped by Jake Paul. Hey, but Jake Paul, Jake Paul might I know, I know. Jake Paul can box, you know. It's crazy. Um, 
hey, but you know, IT, we've seen IT get heated a couple times. So, you know, maybe he's more fit for the ring. I mean, during those Boston days, I mean, he was a hated man and he would give out everything on the court. And you're getting your favorite player's face and, you know, he went back down. So, you know, I think in this first round, first round, I think IT is going to come out very aggressive, you know, maybe get in some punches in there. And I think Mike Jones is going to play on the defensive side for a little bit because, you know, he may not have the endurance and the quickness of Isaiah Thomas, but, you know, he is bigger. He can take some hits with that beer belly of his. And I think the first round goes all the way down the timer, and we're going to move on to the second round. What, right, what well, you know, there's, there's also something to note that IT, you know he's going to have a chip on his shoulder, and he's he's got nothing uh, to lose. I mean, as you say, shafted, shafted from the NBA because of his stature. And Mac Jones, on the other hand, is really receiving the opposite treatment. I mean, yes. he started over Cam Newton, and not everyone is 100% confident in that decision. Isaiah so Thomas know. is putting it on. Isaiah Thomas is putting it on for the short kings right now. I can respect that, being a short king myself. You know, I'm I'm definitely in the Isaiah Thomas camp. You know, I'm rooting for him so much. In the second and, uh, round, well, no, I, I agree with you that in the first round, you know, IT might come out a little more aggressive. But I think you know they're just going to be feeling each other out, and then in the second round, things start to get interesting. I think. Uh, Matt continues to stay on the more conservative approach, kind of just saving himself for a couple big, big hooks. Yeah. And uh, IT is going to put it all out there. He's got that chip on his shoulder. He's got, he's got nothing to lose. He is going hard for all rounds. Like, he's, he's going off. I think Isaiah Thomas is going to, like, be able to pull out a little special move. He's going to be able to duck underneath Mac Jones and, like, just hit him from the back. Whoa, wait. Phrasing. Never mind. Keep going, um, you're fine. He's he's going to go. He's going to literally walk underneath Mac Jones' legs, give him a couple punches to the back, and you know, honestly, good strategy from it right there. He's going to need every hit that he can get. So, um, in all honesty, my my fighting knowledge isn't like like I don't know if I know enough about fighting to do a round by round breakdown for the rest <laughs> of the fight. Like, <laughs> here, but I think just let's, let's think about this though. So two rounds in, so I think every round of boxing is three minutes. Six minutes have gone by in IT. He's probably, you know, on the basketball court, a lot of running. But, you know, when you're fighting and taking hits too, because, you know, Mac Jones, he may be on the conservative side a little bit. But, you know, he's, he's, he's holding his own right now, throwing in a punch here and there. I think in this third round, Mac Jones finally decides, you know what, I'm going to show off my peak athleticism. Finally throw in some more punches. And, you know, obviously he's got that better reach. He's going to be able to be a little bit farther from IT where he doesn't get to hit him. And I think I'm going to go uh, – it's so hard to say. Uh, Mac Jones by knockout. By oh, knockout. I think knockout. I'm thinking there's no way – no way there's a knockout in this fight. I just don't really? think so. Mm. Um, but – I'm a little torn as well. That's what makes this matchup so interesting is kind of just how, how hard these, these athletes are to compare. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think, I think I'm also going to go Mac Jones just because of his composure. But, he's, uh, he's, he's very well-versed in the pressure moments, I would say. Yeah, but, I mean, we also have to account for, you know, IT is probably 10 years older than Mac Jones. This like, is he's true. probably got more experience under his belt. I mean, so maybe we're has- not giving him enough credit. He was the king of the fourth quarter, so you know, obviously, he's he's also right. very well adept to pressure. But, but you know, it's say, tough. Okay, so say say this doesn't go to knockout, and we only go three rounds. I think 
you know, if it goes to a judge's decision, I think IT landed enough punches to where he would win in a judge's decision. So I'm yeah. good with that. You know, I think I'm good with that. I'm very. I'm, I'm, also, I'm also very good with that. Yes. All right. Well, that seems like a pretty good, pretty good place to wrap this up. This was pretty funny. Maybe we'll do more of these. I don't know. If anybody but, has any fun ideas, feel free to, to send them in. Yeah, but, let uh, us know. Fight let night. us know how you thought of that. Um, of course, if you're listening all the way to the end, we love y'all. Appreciate Wait, real quick, Ben. Ben, you or me, who wins in a fight? Uh, I'm, I'm just going to pick me. I mean, come on now. I think I'm also going to pick you. Yes. See, that, I, could never, I could never hit you, Ben. Me either. I, you're my brother, man. <laughs> very, very wholesome sideliners moment here. Pod. <laughs> um yes well this was fun um there's a lot to do i think next episode might be really long or we're gonna have to go really fast because there's gonna be so much to get through we've got college predictions nfl predictions cowboys bucks is thursday night ladies and gentlemen we are here it is time schedules are busy i don't know what's going on yeah yeah. but thanks thanks for coming this far It's fun as always, and we will see y'all on Thursday.